Love Talk Radio. God bless. God bless everybody on tonight. This is Pastor Omar Zachary here at Praise Tabernacle Church. Tuesday night Bible study. Thank God for all of you that are tuning in. Yes, we'll see who all is on the panel. Uh, who all do we have in so far? Hello? Pastor, I'm here. I don't know uh, who else is here. I just got back on. Uh... Hi, guys. I'm on also. My hat hung up for some reason. Same. Okay. 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 All right. Good. So we got all right, the two the Tobers. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Well, thank God for being in here on tonight. We had some technical difficulties on last Tuesday, but thanks be unto God. Uh Seemingly everything is well. Thank God for Elder Oliver and for his platform and allowing us to uh, be able to do what we're doing on Tuesday night. Tell you so many of the, our members were texting and calling last week. That's what we're doing. Is it Bible study tonight? What, what we got going on? What's happening? I'm trying to get in. So I'm glad to know that they <laughs> are looking forward to Bible study. So that's. That's a great thing. I'm thankful to God for a body of believers um, that are in tune and that that desire the word of God. So we're grateful for that. So I'm not going to uh, delay the time. We've got a great, great young man that's going to be leading our study on tonight. Uh, He's no... uh, He's no stranger uh, to to this ministry. We thank God for him and his wife and his children, uh, supportive, very supportive young people. I told both of them, I think yesterday, I was telling them both how grateful and honored I am to have them uh, working with me, working with me and my wife and my family uh, in the ministry. So I've been very dedicated from day one, and we are excited about what God is doing with them and with their children. I mean, all their children are very active in the church and the ministry and uh, born and raised in the church. So we, we're grateful to God for the Tobert family. So I'm going to say a quick word of prayer, and then the next voice you hear will be that of Minister Kevin Tobert Sr., as he takes us into uh, Bible study on tonight. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. We glorify your name. Thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity for us to discuss and teach your word. We thank you for the panel. Thank you for our listening audience. We just glorify you because you've been so good to us. And we just thank you. We appreciate you. We ask that you anoint our leader on tonight as he takes us through the word of God. Anoint the panel that we will have input that would help encourage the body of Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Minister Tolbert, services to your hands. 
God bless. All right. Um, thank you, Pastor, for um, the word of prayer. Uh, thank you um, for the opportunity, for everybody listening. Um, thank you all. Thank, thanks for the panel uh, being on tonight. And um, I know I'm going to get some help tonight. Definitely appreciate y'all. Um, and I know I've uh, sent the stuff out a little bit later than I normally do, but Definitely thank y'all for the opportunity, uh, and on tonight, we're going to be coming from a familiar scripture um, for those of y'all that are listening. Um, if you all could turn into your Bibles or pull up on your tablets, Proverbs chapter 3, and our topic verse is going to come from 5 and 6. So again, that's Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6, and oftentimes uh, these scriptures are used, especially, uh, you know, at some point um, in service. A lot lot of times you heard this uh, scripture, so this should be pretty familiar and definitely going to encourage you on the night. So verse 5, and the word of the Lord says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. The Lord gave me for a topic, man gives advice, God gives guidance. Say it again. Man gives advice, but God gives guidance. So today, like I said, we're going to, talk about guidance. And, you know, I know that I'm not the only one that can be in need of guidance sometimes. Oftentimes, you know, we think that we have the answers and that we know the answers, uh, but the true answer comes from God. So hopefully by the end of this message, someone will be encouraged and someone will have the answers that they need going forward. So let's look into the scripture. We're going to go from verse 1. We're going to make our way down towards verse 12. But right now, just want to take a look at the beginning of the chapter, verse 1 and 2. And that word reads, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life, in peace shall they add to thee. So, first off, this book is written by King Solomon, who is a son of David. King Solomon is known for uh, being the wisest man in the Bible, you know, outside of Jesus, of course. Um, his wisdom comes directly from God. You know, there were folks that, you know, traveled near and far just to hear what he had to say. So when he said something, you know, people would tune in and, and listen because they knew that, that that word given was directly from God. And oftentimes or not, you know, we want to hear something, you know, directly from God, something that we know that we can take with us along our journey, something that we know is going to help us. So on tonight, he's going to provide some wisdom 
not only that he provided to folks then, but this word, you know, is still alive. This is a, a on-time word, and this is something that we want to be able to take with us. So we have to understand that we have to keep God's commandment. And like the word says, don't forget the law. So we can't forget about the law, but we got to understand where we are currently when it comes down to that, right? Um, as as we may as we all may know, you know, Jesus came and fulfilled the law, and we operate under grace and mercy. So that's what you know makes his sacrifice so important because he did what man could not do. So he fulfilled the law. Also, we see that there are benefits just for following God and listening to God. He gives us length of days, long life, and peace. And that's according to the word. That's what the scripture said over there in verse 2. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. So he will give us, I mean, he will, he will guide us and reward us. And all we have to do, follow his guidance. All we have to do is, we just have to do what that says the Lord, regardless of what folks think. You know, we got to understand that it's, it's, it's more to it than that, that we don't have to just continue to, to focus on those other things, that we got to focus on serving the Lord and getting our minds and heart right uh, with God and the things of God, meaning, of course, following his commandments like we're talking about um, on tonight. So we just got to make sure that we're in line with God and in line with Christ. And then once we're following after him, then we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And we're going to receive plenty of rewards. And this is just some of them that we were talking about here. Um, length of days, long life, and peace. And I don't know about you, but in, in these trying times and these days that we got going on, you know, uh, I'm in need of some peace. A lot of folks are in need of some peace. You know, and I thank God that, you know, I do have a peace of mind because that peace comes from God. So we just got to make sure that we continue to be connected with the Lord so that we can have that level of peace. When when all hell breaks loose, so to speak, uh, we got to cling on to God, and then he will give us that peace. And that peace and that understanding that only comes from him. So we just got to do our part. Regardless of the situation, just do our part. So I just want to say that we want to make sure that you get your benefits. Life comes from God. Peace comes from God. We got to make sure that we get our benefits out of this thing. We're going to be living this Christian life and doing this walk. We got to make sure that we get everything that comes to us or everything that belongs to us. And we understand that this is just a small sample size of the things that come um, to us just for being obedient, just for following the Lord, just for doing what we're supposed to be doing. This is just a little portion of that. And I don't know about you, but I want God's portion because God's portion is greater than anything that man can offer us. Whatever uh, uh, man can offer us, um, it's only just so much. It's only temporary. But God can give us eternal things. So we got to remember that we need to store up those treasures in heaven. Let me move on to verse verse 3 and 4. And the word of the Lord says, Let not mercy 
and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. I don't know about you, but definitely when I when I got down to verse four, that's when I I feel a little bit happy. That's when I understand what's going on. We understand something in verse four. It says, "So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man." I don't know about y'all, but that just you know having favor, because when you got God on your side, nobody. Uh, to do anything to you. I mean, when you got favor, a lot of things will just happen. Doors will begin to open that you didn't even know was there in the first place. That's about having favor. So I'm telling you, you got to make sure that you get some favor. So these two scriptures uh, really bless me in two different ways. Uh, when it comes to verse 2, we are being reminded not to forget about having mercy in truth. As Christians, we have to show mercy to others and continue to operate in truth. And we keep these things close to us. So how close, you might say, bind them around your neck. How close? Write it on the tables of your heart. That's what the word says. We have to understand that we have to operate in mercy and in truth. But again, but I don't just want any mercy. I want God's mercy. And I don't want just any truth. I want God's truth because his truth will never lead you astray. His truth is absolute and will guide you. See, man's version of truth can change depending on the circumstances, can change depending on the situation because they may not want to offend someone. So they might have to change their version of the truth, you know, but God never changes. God is consistent. He is consistent. His mercy is consistent. His truth is consistent. So that's the truth and understanding that I want. I mean, so we just have to be consistent. We have to be consistent in following God, and this will lead us to verse 4, where it says uh, we will have favor, and good understanding. But it didn't stop there. It says, in the sight of God and man. See, when God blesses you, he ain't going to hide it. You'll be blessed from God, and everybody will know about it because all honor and glory goes to him. So when he bless you, he know that you'll magnify him. He know that you'll glorify him. He'll know that you'll tell somebody about Jesus. So we just get the rewards, but God get all the glory. We got to give him all the glory. We'll get the rewards, and that reward can be favor. That reward can be peace. That reward can be uh, uh, long days and, and, and long life. So we can get all of this just for following God. And they say favor ain't fair, but it is because if you do what you're supposed to, then favor belongs to you. So good understanding belongs to you. That's why in, in the word it says, and all by getting, getting understanding. So that's all that we got to do. We got to get an understanding with this thing, and we got to understand what we are supposed to do. 
and and understand that once we're doing everything that we're supposed to be supposed to be doing, and we're following God, and and, and we're showing mercy, and we're operating in truth, then we'll get all these rewards. Then we'll we'll have everything coming our way. We'll get favor. We'll get that favor that God uh, will, will give to us in front of man. And, and man could be your friends, your enemies, or whatever. It's in front of man. Anybody got uh, any, any comments or anything they would like to say on, on what we just went over here at this time? Brother Preacher, you, this is this is good, and it's making me uh, think as a father, uh, especially at the point I am now in my life and my family's life, uh, my oldest is 21, and my that's my oldest daughter, and then my son, my oldest son is 18, and of course this is our first time, you know, being parents to children, pretty much grown children uh, now. So our parenting level is changing because of the dynamics or the age or where our children are in life. So at one point, you know, Ice Pick, he's only five, so before him, you know, all of them was, you know, close enough where they, you know, they weren't grown. You know, Mari and Zach was teenagers, and then you had Pamela and Macho, you know, not too many years behind. Uh, but now things are starting to spread out because of life. And uh, with Amari and Zach, there's different things now that we're having to teach and train at this level uh, that we didn't have to worry about years ago. You know, five years ago, I didn't have to worry about Amari driving and having her own car and Zach driving and, having his own car. Matter of fact, he got two cars. I mean, good Lord. I ain't have to worry about all that. And then teaching them uh, money management, uh, you know, the the importance of saving, the, the importance of having good credit. Um, and that's just on the natural. You know, me and my wife both, you know, working together to teach them in our own ways. My wife has a way that she does it as the mother um, and this is for all our children. This is for all five. And then there's another way that I do it as a father. And I'm thinking about Solomon talking to his son, and I can't help but, but to think about the conversations that I've had with my son, uh, with Zach, you know, specifically, about being a man and being honorable and uh, doing the right thing and uh you know, just things like that, and this just takes me right back to we having new conversations because of his age. The, the, the conversations that I had with Macho at 12, I once had with Zach when he was 12, but now I don't have to have those conversations with Zach anymore. I've got to have them with Macho, but these are new conversations that I have to have with Zach because he's now – uh, venturing out more into the world, you know, he he's working and he can pretty much kind of come and go as he wants. You know, he still got to be in my house at a certain time. Let, let's not get it twisted, but 
you know, he has a lot more freedom than he had this time last year. So just over a matter of a few months or so, you know, his his lifestyle and, and livelihood has changed uh, dramatically. So I'm taking what Solomon was saying to his son and teaching his son. I want to challenge every father that's listening, mothers too, but, you know, especially fathers, don't relax. There's not time to relax concerning your children. And the thing about what I'm learning even more than I'll be quiet is I don't care how old your children get, you're going to forever be the parent. (laughs) And even when you're dead and gone, there's going to be some things that you have put in that child that they're going to remember. So Solomon is saying it now, but I thought about his father, David, that if I'm not mistaken, I think that it was David, Solomon's father, that said, God's word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And here we go years later or so, we hear Solomon pretty much repeating some of the same words or meanings that he probably no doubt heard from his father. So, you know, it's important that we uh, teach and, and model godly principles, not only, not only teach it, but model it uh, in front of our children that they may have long life. You know, a lot, a lot of young people are dying now, and they're dying before their time because they, they won't heed to what the Scripture says. They, they, they wild, they do what they want, they come and go as they want. This generation now, they, they tend to not want to listen to nobody. Can't nobody tell them nothing. And it's like they, they, they're just, you know, it seems like they just running a wreck, you know. So, Mr. Tobe, this is a great topic on the night. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor. Um, definitely a great comment. Um, it was a a lot on the, in that comment, you know, even for, for me to get an understanding, um, of course, like uh, like you're saying, sticking to fatherhood and, of course, guidance is all this is about, you know, from, from top to bottom, 1 through 12. Um, a lot of this um, just goes into perspective of, you know, we definitely want to uh, teach our children uh, a certain way and bring them up in the, in the Lord and, a lot of this stuff comes full circle, and it's great for it when uh, the, the the part that you pointed out about, you know, when David was talking about some of the same things, and here we go, we got Solomon, you know, and that's what we, we want to do within our own children. We want our children to um, grow up and, and do a little bit more than us, be better than us, and stuff like that. So, you know, his father started off with some with, with wisdom, of course, because you know, that comes from the Lord, but, you know, uh, Solomon was the wisest man, so he, you know, ended up being, you know, a lot more, uh, as far as having a lot more wisdom um, than his father, uh, which would, would be great. You know, you want to see your children do uh, exceedingly well. A lot of us want our children to do better than us. We want them to not make the same mistakes. That's why we give those types of conversation and, and give uh, wisdom so that they can 
uh, grow up and know better and do better. But anybody else with uh, any comments? Uh, thank you, Pastor. Okay. Thought I had heard somebody. Okay. All right. We'll keep going. Um, verse 5 on to 6. And the word says, it's our topic verse here. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. So here we see with these two scriptures, um, you know, this is where everything begins to come together for the topic right here alone. Um, In verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Um, You have to put your all in this thing. You know, you you have to put your heart in it. You have to trust God no matter the situation, no matter what's going on, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, um, whether it's bills due, uh, uh, you got a slow week um, at the job, a slow week in business, loss of work, um, stress, you're mentally exhausted, no matter what, set your heart on trust because if your heart is set on trusting in the Lord, you'll handle things differently. Scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if your heart is set on trusting in the Lord, all you do is speak positively about your situation regardless of how it looks. Then I can begin to look past my situation and I can begin to speak positively because I'm trusting in the Lord. I can begin to operate better because I'm trusting in the Lord. See, when you trust in the Lord, that's when you just have that blind faith. That's when no matter what's going on, I'm just going to trust. I'm just going to be crazy enough. I'm just going to trust that this is going to work out. I don't know the way out, and it's fine and it's good to know that you don't know. Because a lot of times it's hard for us, or that's one of the things maybe uh, dealing with pride or so for those of us that are used to being the the one to have the answers and you're used to being the go-to person and you're used to all of this and that. But we got to put that aside and know that we got to operate in trusting in the Lord. And when you operate in trusting in the Lord, I may not be able to see what's on the other side of the door, but I trust that God is going to open the door. And I trust that when I get through that door, that everything that I need is going to be right there. Even though I didn't know that it was right there, God knows everything. So that's why you have to trust in the God that knows everything, you know. And he knows what's going on. He knows the situation before you tell him the situation. You just have to have the conversation with him. You just have to pray about it. You just have to follow the Lord. But he already knows the outcome. And since he already knows, then we know that uh, uh, you'll be all right. And see, that's how you'll have the victory by trusting in the Lord. You can't just trust what you may think. You can't just trust what what what, what goes on in your own mind. Trust in the Lord because, like we said, man gives advice, but God gives guidance. So God is going to be the one to see you through it. When you when it look like you're not going to make it out, God will show you the way out. You in a dark room. When that dark room 
could be whatever you got going on mentally. God is flashing that light to show you the exit, show you the way out. He'll give you the guidance. You just got to trust him. You just got to put your trust in the Lord, and he'll show you where you need to go. He will direct your path. So according to verse 6, all we have to do is acknowledge him in everything, and he will direct our path. So that's all you got to do. Do the small thing, and God will do the big thing. So all you got to do is just acknowledge him. That's just so small, just to tell everybody about a man named Jesus. That's so small. That ain't that hard for us to get out and acknowledge him. Whenever something go right, whenever something is wrong and we can give uh, honor to God, hey, something went wrong, but you know what? I'm trusting in the Lord that he'll make it right. I'm trusting in the Lord that this will work out. See, that's what we got to do. We got to open our mouth. We got to just acknowledge him. We got to acknowledge him in everything that we're doing. You know, God will be your personal tour guide. All you have to do is acknowledge him and follow him because he knows the way and we don't. He knows what issues are going to come up. He knows where roadblocks are ahead. He knows every obstacle that's going to be set in your path. See, he already knows, and he will guide you through it all. So all we got to do is put our trust in the Lord. So regardless of anything that's going on, put your trust in the Lord because he knows the way, and we don't. And the moment that we begin to understand that, the better off that we'll be. Pastor, it's 7.30. Do you want to do the, the, the halftime or you want me to, to keep going, eh, at this moment? Yeah, I, I mean, it's up to you if you want to. No, keep going, bro. You, you working. Keep going. We'll do it off from that end. Okay. Keep going, Doc. Okay. All right, all right. That's all no right. problem. That's no problem. And, and, and with that being said, if anybody had something on that before going forward, you sure can um, if you got anything. If not, we'll keep on, on going to seven. Well, that, that hey, man, I'll, I'll come in. Okay. Go ahead, Sister Tolbert. This isn't Sister Tolbert. This is Lady Zachary. Um, good evening, oh, go everyone. Ahead, Sister uh, Mr. Tolbert, I was, I, this is definitely for me tonight. Um, I was going to come in on the first part, but I met Pamela's flag football game, and they was getting ready to sound the clock. <laughs> but um, great message, of course, so far um, on tonight. Like I said, that is definitely for me. And it was, I guess it was meant for me to wait to the to this part. But every, literally, like everything, everything that just came, just the Lord just gave you to say, that's some stuff that, you know, it's easy to tell someone what to do when you haven't been through it. But when you've been through some things and you have literally, have, you know, have taken this scripture to trust in the Lord with all thine heart, meaning if you're trusting in the Lord with all thine heart, there is no room for doubt. There's no room for doubt. Like you said, even when, you know, things around you are going crazy and, you know, you're the strong one, you're the one to kind of keep things going, you know, God, he'll send someone like he did today. Um, when I came to my bus this afternoon and um, just been just a lot, a lot of things that, you know, that's been going on. And he came to me, I was, you know, checking underneath my hood and, you know, doing, checking my all, doing all that stuff. And he came to me and, you know, and he was like, Miss Pam. 
And I was like, yes. He was like, I, this, the Lord just laid it on my heart to tell you that everything is going to be all right, and he's going to blow your mind. I was like, well, wow. <laughs> like, like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, you know, because I needed that. And God will send that person, you know, to you right in the nick of time. I don't care what it is. And this whole, I mean, this whole, the, I read the whole, the whole thing, and it just blessed me when you sent it out. So we really have to learn to, to trust him even when we don't see him. And when you lean to your own understanding, one of the scriptures that I have um for tonight for Bible study. It's Proverbs uh, 28 and verse 26 when it's, you know, talking, you know, when it says don't lean to your own understanding. And it says whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. That's awesome. So I just wanted to share that a little bit tonight. Thank you. Um, thank you, Mr. Tolbert. Oh, uh, thank you, First Lady. That was definitely a uh, great comment and on time with everything. And um, listen, you just gave um, a good nugget. Um, if you don't mind, uh, could you say what, what scripture that was again? You said Proverbs 28, and I didn't catch the rest. But I, I got to get that one. Yes, it's Proverbs chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter 28, um, verse number 20, 26. And I'll read it again as well. It says, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that one. That was definitely um, shows us how Scripture backs up Scripture. Um, And I didn't know that Scripture in particular, but hearing that, that definitely, um, you know, blessed me and that lines up with what we're talking about on tonight. Just make sure we, we operate in, in, in wisdom and and you know, that wisdom comes from the Lord. We've got to understand that we can't trust um whatever we got going on. We gotta trust in the Lord. Um so we got to follow him regardless of the situation. And honestly, this uh word here, it, you know, of course a lot of times um and Pastor could tell you a lot of messages hit us first. This wasn't just random or by accident. This is some stuff that, you know, I've been happening to deal with and making sure, um, you know, that I'm continuing to do what I'm supposed to do because, you know, uh, a lot of different things that I have going on, I have to live through this. And I'm encouraged uh, myself as well just through the scriptures because, you know, every time I turn around something's going on and, Things are acting up. Uh, one of my trucks is down again, and I got some other stuff going on. So it's like, you know, regardless of when you don't know how things are going to uh, pan out, there's certain things um, that I still don't I don't know and I still don't have the answers to. And a lot of it is just continuing to trust in the Lord, continuing to have um, patience, and I know that uh, God is there because his word says it said that he'll never leave you or forsake you, so we know that he's there. I know that even though I'm going through so much, I still have peace, and I know that he's there because that peace comes from God. See, regardless, when you when you stand in the middle of everything that's going on and you're, you're still calm, even though there's a storm going around you, God is in the midst of that with you because there's no way that you can be able to stand alone. God is with you. God has your back. 
you know. So you got to make sure your support system is with God. Uh, and if anybody was saying anything, anything you can. If not, I'm going to go on to seven. But um, definitely a wonderful comment. Yep, Mr. Tobert, I was thinking about, um, and I, I'll, I'll say this real quick. Um, you're saying trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Um, and that that's what get a lot of us is we try to we try to help God out. Mm. Uh, especially when we don't we don't feel that he's moving fast enough. We feel that we can uh be a you know, be a help to God instead of just trusting him. And us as a as a church, um just over the past few months have really, you know, had to experience this where we had to trust God. We didn't know, you know, just not knowing what the next move was, but knowing that we had a move. We had to move and that we had a move. So there's a difference. We know we had to move, uh, but the good part is knowing that you had to move is knowing that you had a move. You you got to move. You got something in your pocket. Uh, you know you got a move that you can make. You know, um, and throughout that, and throughout the hours and nights of running all around Lawrenceville and calling people and meeting people and all this, it was still um, in my mind to say, God knows. He knows. We just got to. We're playing. We just got to follow the direction. We got to follow the plan. We got to trust him. He already knows where we're going next. I don't know. I can't see it. And and what's even funny about it is a uh, couple of the places that I, I kind of felt almost for sure about, one place in particular, we went to this church and went to the service and Everything felt good. It felt right, and and we prayed about it, and, and all this, and you know, I even felt I felt real good about. It. I had a connection with that church through another uh, brother, and I just felt that that was. I think I even talked to to the congregation about it, like, man, that that feels like it's gonna be, it's gonna be right, and I never heard back from that pastor. <laughs> never heard back from him to this day. Still ain't heard from it. Wow. I went, my wife and my children, we went to the service and sat in the service, and I think I even gave an offer. I mean, we, we went and everything, and I felt real good about it after the meeting. And to this day, never heard, got, never got a return phone call from that pastor. Went to another church. I had a meeting with this pastor. Man, all I need is an hour, hour and a half, about 50 people. At the congregants, and you know, uh, just just looking for somewhere, and had a real good meeting. Felt good about that one, also. To this day, never got a call back from that pastor either. Never got a call back, and you know, went to some other places. Cause I mean, it was it was a I was making moves. I was not going to just sit there and not be proactive. See, I think it's in James, it talks about, I'll show you my faith. I think that's in James, by my works. But we know faith without works is dead. If I had just kept sitting there and, and not do it, Lord, don't move. God, don't do it. 
God going to send us somewhere, then we will probably still be doing the Sunday live from my garage. But I had to be, we had to be proactive. We had to get out, you know, make some calls and see what we could do, meet some people and different things like that because I knew, and my wife will tell you, I knew and I kept saying, he knows. God knows where we're going next. God knows. And the way it worked out to get here at the school system, everything that we needed, we have more time, we got more space. They even provided storage for us. I mean, once we get our sound system right, we'll, we'll be, you know, it will be, we'll be great. But we even worked that out through, you know, this Sunday using the, the, the school sound system, you know, if I was act up. But um, it all worked out. Why? Because we trusted in the Lord. We trusted in the Lord. And then even, you know, before the contract came, it was supposed to have been done a week before. We've done everything that we were supposed to do. And that's the, that's the key to it. You do your part. If you do your part, you can rest in knowing beyond shadow of a doubt, God's going to always do his part. And the old folks say he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. And we had to have that one service, uh, live Facebook Live from my garage and everything else. It started to that next day or so. It started to uh, the transaction, the contract. I got a I got a text on Sunday that the guy that I got the, the guy that we had to get the contract from from the school system. School ain't even open on Sunday, but I got a text from the guy on a Sunday. Matter of fact, I think it was that same Sunday that we had the live service from my garage, saying the contract is ready. Uh, I need you, if you get up here by Tuesday, bring the payment, and, and we'll be ready to go. We got everything going. So in a matter of a few days, it went from, hey, man, what are y'all doing? You know, I got a, the congregation is, is waiting. We, 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 you know, y'all told us what we need to do. We've done our part. But it seems like now y'all, you know, so thank God. Trust in the Lord, even when you don't see him, when you don't feel him. Trust him. Thank you, Minister Tobert. Thank you, Pastor. Definitely um, encouraged by that testimony, and um, you know, especially um, only knowing part of it. Um, so to to hear the rest of it, that's encouraging. Cause we, you know, we all can paint, um, you know, our own pictures in in life of things that we've had going on as to where God has uh, seen us through a lot of different things as to where it didn't look like it was going to happen. We didn't know, and you know, and then next thing you know. It, it ended up coming through, um, you know, shoot, that's pretty much the, the story of how I ended up in my house. I didn't know that how it was going to happen and when and all of that. And, and next, next thing you know, you keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, hey, four years later, you know, we still in, in the house. So, you know, definitely um, encouraging um, words and encouraging comment. I'm going to keep going. Um uh, and, and get ready to wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, seven and eight says, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. So, listen, uh, this is the part that kind of gets some of us caught up. We're talking about in verse seven. 
be not wise in thine own eyes. That's the part that gets some of us caught up because, you know, some of us think that we know everything, can't nobody tell us nothing, exactly what Pastor was talking about earlier. Um, and, and, see, this this backs up exactly the example that, that we were uh, you were giving earlier. And some of us think that, you know, our plan is always the best plan. And here's the thing with that mindset. You begin to isolate yourself from others before you realize it because you think that you got everything going on and you got all the answers. See, then you begin to isolate yourself. So now you wonder why folks, you know, don't fool with you, don't want to talk to you and stuff like that. See, this is the flip side uh, of what can happen with that, all because your knowledge has become a problem. Uh, you can become too smart for your own good. So we got to be careful of that and make sure that we don't end up in these type of situations. That's why, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to have Amen. knowledge, but it's better to have wisdom because wisdom comes from God. So verse 7 makes it clear that it's uh, healthy for us if we just follow the Lord, if we just follow, of course, what it's saying in, in, in verse 7, and we don't end up being wise in our own eyes, we got to make sure that we uh, don't end up overthinking it and we're trying to do everything. That's the problem when we try and do too much, when we try and think that we got it all together. See, then we're, we're doing too much, and if we're doing too much, then what is God doing? See, we got to be putting our trust and leaning on to him and so that we can't be uh, thinking that we are smart and we got it all together and that we know the answers. No, that's what we need our Lord and Savior for. He knows all. We don't. We know uh, uh, what he allows us to know, which uh, we have a certain level of understanding, a certain level of things that we can get some knowledge from. So uh, everything in verse 7 is backed up you know, by verse 8. So we just have to realize that we can't take everyone's advice, and that includes our own sometimes. So sometimes we can't take everyone's uh, advice, uh, catching somebody's background. So simply because we don't have all the answer, but God does. See, man gives advice, but God gives guidance, and this is true within those scriptures. Going on to 9 and 10, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Listen, saints, uh, some of us may struggle with uh, making sure that we put something aside for God, um, but we need to. And this is not necessarily, of course, talking about uh, money, but we got to give our best to God. Uh, we got to dedicate more time to God by studying, by witnessing, or just simply giving the church a helping hand, just helping out. Different things that we can be doing as long as we're operating in the kingdom, you know, and we're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. When you're helping out, uh you're on the you're on the clock for the lord when you're you're helping out 
you're putting in that work for the Lord. And when we give to the Lord, he'll give us the increase. So we just got to give to the Lord. Give to the Lord not only just anything, but, of course, give the Lord your best. That's what we're talking about with the first fruits. You know, give the Lord of your best. That's the same thing um, that happened between Cain and Abel. Uh, of course, you got to make sure that you give your, your, your best, you know. Um, so that was the difference. Abel uh, gave his best. So we got to make sure that when we're doing whatever we do to the glory of the Lord, we got to do it and give our best and do what we're supposed to do. And like I said, I know um, that God can give us the increase, and I know that I'm not the only one in need of an increase because God's increase is more like an overflow. So when we look at what they're talking about in verse 10, that explains more of the overflow. Uh, the, when, when it'll burst out, see, that's an overflow, and I need that overflow type of blessing. I don't know about you, but that's where I am. That's what I need. I need that overflow type of blessing because, see, I know what to do with it. I know that once I get those type of blessings, I begin, and I'm already, of course, talking about the Lord. Don't get me wrong. But, of course, you end up talking about the Lord and saying what happened. Hey, you remember uh, when I went through a certain situation? Yeah, well, here's the result. God saw me through. I didn't I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I trust in the Lord and look what happened. And not only that, just because I trust in the Lord, look at look at where we are. Look at what he's provided. Look at the things that have happened. Remember how it talks about earlier about you having favor in the sight of God and man. See, don't forget about that. You can have that favor. And not only just have that favor, see, God will use man, of course, to give you some favor. So and let me uh, add context to that. So, for example, uh, different things could happen as to where you're looking for, um, let's just paint this picture. If you're looking for, uh, uh, if you're looking for that next position in your job and knowing that you're not qualified, you're not certified, but God touched man's heart to elevate you and give you that raise that you know technically you don't deserve because you don't have all the qualifications, but God gives you the increase and gives you the favor in the sight of God and in man. Everybody else is going to end up seeing what just happened. And, of course, there end up being some, some folks that, uh, uh, of course, will will love and appreciate that. But, of course, it, it comes with some haters, too. But at the end of the day, this is how things are beginning to happen just for us. So you can get that type of overflow that we're talking about within the scriptures. And like I said, I don't know about you, but I want that overflow type of blessing. And let's go into uh, 11 and 12, and I'm going to get ready to close up and up into here, 11 and 12. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. So these verses are just a reminder that we will go through some things, and sometimes it ain't just random. This is what I get from this. Sometimes it ain't just random. Sometimes it's the Lord correcting us and teaching us a lesson. And 
make no mistake about it, God always operate in love with it. So even in his correction, he's operating in love so that we can get an understanding. So to us, it may not feel good, but at the end, it's all good because now we have an understanding. And just like I said earlier, the word said, in all thy getting, get an understanding. And for those of us that have kids, we understand that sometimes you need to whoop a little butt. Sometimes you got to pop some hands. Sometimes you got to take some devices. But at the end of it, when it, it all comes from a place of love at the end of the day, because the end goal is to set them on the correct path, which is the exact same thing that God's want that God wants to do for us as well. He wants to set you on the correct path. So hopefully, you all were uh, uh, encouraged on tonight, and hopefully, you received an understanding knowing that man gives advice, but God gives guidance. Amen. And, um, Pastor, I'm going to turn this over to you. Anybody got any comments? All right. All right. That's that's great, man. God, a man gives advice, but God gives guidance. Wonderful teacher. Wonderful all right, let's say anybody, anyone still on the panel that has any final words you would like to give on tonight? Okay. Okay. All right. I'll say right. some final words. Go ahead. Okay. Um. That it, Mrs. Toby, you done said so much. I don't even know where. I don't even know where to start. This is just encouraging on tonight. But it it was funny the end part, and I'm gonna make it real quick. Said sometimes you gotta pop some hands and whoop some butt, <laughs> and that is so so cool. And we have to understand, even as us, you know, spiritually, and even as when we were children, things that we got disciplined for, it made us better. And then also. You know, you were saying um, as far as when, when people, you know, when they bring up your past or, you know, what you did you know, or certain things that offended or whatever, you have to understand, even in spite of all that, who's ever listened tonight, stay encouraged because people are going to say whatever they have to say, regardless if you're doing good or if you're doing bad. They'll try to blame things on you, point out your flaws when their flaws are just as worse, if not dirty. Amen. To so be mindful and prayerful of those things and then also um you know when we're trusting in him and if you're getting advice from man go back into your word and make sure that it lines up with the word of god but at the at the end of the day we want to make sure that our counsel is strictly from the lord so if you get disciplined if you get corrected don't be so quick to say what your pastor did didn't do well well she didn't know what he didn't remember give it give it to the lord Give it to the Lord and remember the good things, okay, because people will try to, you know, put things on you like you said. Well, I remember when. Well, yeah, I remember when also, but we don't live there no more. Us as saints, we have put that old that old person, that old body, you know, away, and we put on that, old, on that new man. So, you know, y'all be encouraged, you know, continue to trust God in everything we do. Um, you get a text, you get a phone call, and they blaming you for something that you know you didn't do. And then if you did say it, you know, hey, it is it is what it is. 
live by it and do better. Thank you for that word tonight that give me strength and encouragement to make it through tomorrow. God bless y'all. Love you. All right. All right. Anybody else? Anyone else? All right. All right. Man gives advice, but God gives guidance. The steps of a good man, good woman are ordered by the Lord. So we thank you, Minister Tober, once again. Thank you so much for that tonight. That was food for our soul, and that, that challenges us um, in these Proverbs. It challenges us to look at ourselves. As my wife was saying, it's so easy to look at others, but the best thing you can do for you is look at your own self in the mirror and stop looking at others. Just look at yourself and ask the Lord to deal with you. Stop asking God to deal with your enemy, your haters, and all this. The, the people going to do what they want to do. Ask the Lord to deal with you. So tonight we want to just give our church information. We are making some updates on extended arms, um, the cash app information. So tonight we're just going to want to give our church information. Uh, now to, to the members, uh, I don't know, um, of course I don't have a record on that, but we want you to, those that can, all the those that are listening tonight, to give a, a offering on tonight, all the members, whatever whatever you can. We're not asking for a certain amount, but whatever you can. Just, uh, cash App, Church Cash App is dollar sign PTC 877. Once again, dollar sign PTC. That stands for Praise Tabernacle Church, and the number 877. And may the Lord bless you real good. Amen. Once again, this has been another great Bible study here at Praise Tabernacle Church, uh, located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Uh, right now we're meeting at Simonton Elementary School. Uh, it's a school through the week, but it's a church church on Sunday mornings. And we, we, we're in that place, and we're having ourselves a good time. And I think one of the members said uh, on Sunday that we we still trying to rush to get out. And that's just like church folk. We you give them a little more time, we, we get around and we start talking and uh, start chit-chatting. And the other Sunday, we fed everybody, had some little uh, refreshments. And I think half of the church came back this Sunday thinking they was going to get some more refreshments. So I think we got we got to work on that. As I know it is early, so we may, we may need to get with the hospitality and See, we can do um, the, the children. We're sitting at the lunch table. I guess they thought they was they was really back in school, and some of the adults sitting at the lunch tables, and we just enjoying ourselves. So we thank God for uh, what He's providing. Uh, quick shout out to Minister Tobert and uh, Deacon Belcher and Deacon Stanton. Um, they met me at our old facility uh, where we have been meeting for the past two years to. Helped me uh, Sunday morning around seven seven thirty get the organ out of there and transport it to the church and all the brethren and the sisters. Amen. We all got to work Sunday morning, bringing up, setting up everything, and then closing everything down. And we just we're just thankful to God and uh, for the visitors. We had some new family visiting. Uh, 
Um, I just I've been on the phone the last couple of days with a, another brother um, that looking forward to him uh, returning back. You know, just some of what we talked about tonight and um, been experiencing the last day or so, and God knitting some hearts back together and uh, putting some relationships back together. So we're looking to see some other faces on this Sunday. So tell somebody, invite a a friend, invite a neighbor, invite an enemy. Tell them to come on over here where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. God bless you. Meet us Sunday morning at Simonton Elementary on Simonton Road. I think it's 275 Simonton Road. I think that's it. But if you just Google Simonton Elementary in Lawrenceville, Georgia, meet us there at 9 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock. Amen. And let's have ourselves a good time. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you as we leave this place but never your presence. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that you've shown toward us. We thank you for the message and the messenger on tonight. We thank you for the panel. We thank you that man gives advice, but we want to hold on to the guidance of God as we leave this place. Never your presence. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20. Tells us to go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I don't care how low you are, lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. God bless. <laughs>